0: So for the last few weeks, actually several weeks, almost two months now, we've been uh, dissecting the Lord's Prayer, but with other people. And we want to bring this series to a close. And um, Zach, as you think about what we've talked about over the last, I think, six weeks, uh, what are some things that kind of stirred up in you uh, as we close this out? Um, You know, some things that you learned, some things that you may, uh, you know, process or use in your congregation. Like, what are some things that spoke to you?
1: Yeah. I I think my favorite thing that uh I I've pulled from this um series that I that I wasn't expecting um was the invitation or encouragement from just about every one of our guests to um dig into the dig into the words, the language that we use um in whether it's the the wordplay or um just the work with like, you know, debts and debtors or, uh, what Scott did with his congregations and, in, in taking it and embodying it and writing, uh, writing and using words that worked for their congregation that brought out the, um, you know, just the meaningfulness of this prayer for them in these ways. Um, so it got me, it got me, um, got me thinking, uh, about that and the intentionality of what we do and what we say and, and how we can play with, uh, play with the Lord's prayer and, um, the permission that that's okay. Um, and so what it caused me to do was to take a look in the message, which I very, very, very rarely do. Um, cause it's not my, not my favorite thing. I, I like it fine, but it's not my favorite thing to use. Um, But I wanted to see what it said about the Lord's Prayer because just for for kicks and giggles, right? And the uh, idea of of wordplay. And so I want to read that. uh, Read the Lord's Prayer as it's written in the message Our Father in heaven, reveal who you are, set the world right, do what's best, as above, so below. Keep us alive with three square meals, keep us forgiven with you and forgiving others, keep us safe from ourselves and the devil. You're in charge. You can do anything you want. You're ablaze in beauty. Yes, yes, yes. I just think that's I think that's a really cool way to um, just kind of frame the Lord's Prayer. And uh, many of those words uh, I will I will use. Uh, but this is definitely something I'm going to go uh, go to the well on for my own personal journey and in spiritual practices of of working in a variety of um, renditions of the Lord's Prayer and and play with it and have fun with it and see how that renews some other things that I do.
0: Yeah, you know, as we've gone through this, um, I think the one thing that comes to mind is if you back up to the beginning of the chapter in Matthew 6 is how Jesus is speaking against showy prayer.
1: Right. Mm -hmm.
0: And so like with that in mind, he's like, all right, so here's the ethic. Here's Uh how you pray. And it sets the tone for us. And I think what's happened is, is that not that, not that the long drone monotone Sunday morning worship Lord's prayer is showy prayer, but I would contend it's almost empty in that we haven't, um, we're not praying it. We're just saying it. And I think there's a difference between the two, um, you say an affirmation of faith, you affirm your faith, you say that, mm-hmm. you pray the Lord's prayer, but you do it in such a way that, you know, those words matter and those words make a difference. And we're not just saying it because that's what everybody else is doing around us. It's something that we, you know, do. And I think far too often we we fall in that trap of of not praying it. We just say it. And I think Mm -hmm. that to me, that's like the big thing. I think the other thing too, is you, and you definitely hit the head on this is being aware of how the use of language and what that can mean, whether it's the inclusive, you know, making it more inclusive instead of saying father, saying creator, or, you know, whatever fits your, uh, context. Um, but actually allowing people, giving people space to unpack this prayer is a healthy thing. And I think what Chris Mm -hmm. did, uh, what shared, what Chris shared with us and even what, um, scott shared with us is this this permission that it was okay to do that but then as angie brought up the mm-hmm. traditions of that like what is that like how right. do we do that like i i have almost i have almost pulled in an angie and asked everybody to hold hands during the lord's prayer because i think there's something special in that like right um and 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 then even you know ashley's reflection on it and what it's meant to her and how it spoke to her soul um I think that that's something we as pastors tend to forget that this prayer does speak to people, uh, Mm -hmm. even on Sunday morning and that we, we should educate our congregations to, uh,
1: pray this prayer with passion. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: no, I think you're exactly right. Maybe it's, it's let, well, I think part of it's education. I think you're right there in in unpacking, unpacking that kind of thing, but to remembering to, um leave room make room just remember all out right that the holy spirit is present in all of these things when we're um when we pray these prayers when we're in worship when we're out in our day-to-day lives the holy spirit's present and um whether we invite it or not right god's grace is there god's love is there and how do we how do we make and how are we intentional about ourselves making room to notice that to notice the spirit more the spirit's calling us Especially through a prayer like the Lord's Prayer that we use on a regular basis, that we lean into on a regular basis. And sometimes um, we let just be words instead of a prayer. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely think it's a both and, right? How do we as pastors do the, do the, do the educational work and, and lead people into that direction? But how do we too remember just to leave some space?
0: And I think that that's important, too, is that that, that work is uh, drastically necessary for mm-hmm. us because um, this is an important part of who we are and in worship and all, like, you know, that list just goes down. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be attentive to that and not just fall in the trap of, will you please pray the Lord's prayer with me, <laughs> and no our father i mean and have some passion with it and i've i I think about that and and i and i really do believe that some of the downfall in the church is our lack of enthusiasm in worship yeah absolutely um and that's a whole other podcast for a whole other day (laughs) um and we can definitely i mean you and i definitely could go around and around on that Um, we do every day (laughs) (laughs) it's true uh that is so true sir um but I think the the thing that we have to be aware of is the, the specialness of this prayer. And re- there's always, a re- I'm always a big fan of, there's a reason why something exists for as long as it does. Mm-hmm. The Lord's Prayer, Holy Communion, mm-hmm. baptisms, like that stuff is sacred. But I feel like in the church that sometimes we've,
1: yeah. You know well, and maybe that's the reminder for all of us, right? Uh, these sacred things that we do in and around worship and around spirituality and practice and and whatnot if if they've become stale, maybe it's not the practice, the ritual that's become stale. Maybe it's us. Right. And maybe we need to take a deeper look within and um, ask ourselves why we aren't enjoying it. Why it is no longer meaningful or why it's not speaking to us in these moments? What can we do differently or how can we approach it differently to rejuvenate that? And again, make room for the spirit to just flow through.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a good place to land uh, for us today. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just be aware of that, you know, And, and be honest with yourself. You know, are you just ho humming it or are you like? taking this honestly and earnestly and then see where that takes you like see what mm-hmm. that opens up in you um and so you know uh this has been a fun series i i know it has been for That's me good. uh i think it's uh challenged us because you know when you have to hear about it each week but it it was really <laughs> nice to have different perspectives because it both all both of us each week was like man this is like a great way to think about this and
1: yeah. um well and, yeah. I, and i've taken that into into each sunday service since then Of oh, okay here we are yeah
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's not forget
1: the words. It it definitely has. uh, (laughs) But what does it look like if we hold hands? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Or, I mean, you know, like actually giving our congregation space to unpack that. Um, Mm -hmm. And and I think that that's something uh, we definitely need to uh, wrestle with on this day and age as people are are Mm -hmm. wrestling with those things. Um, And so I think that, you know, continue to encourage you to do that. Uh, we'd love to hear back from you. Uh, feel free to contact us through all of our social media presence and uh, and or uh, email at uh, beardedtheologians.com. Uh, you can find ways to connect with us and also buy uh, all sorts of fun things uh, from us. And so for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks.
1: I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out.
0: I want you to subscribe and like this video and put that thumb, push that thumbs up.